It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Hello, and welcome to Divas That Care. My name is Melissa Smith, and I'll be your host for today. I have with me Devin Dirksen, a health and nutrition coach committed to helping people ditch the dieting mentality and make peace with food. Welcome, Devin. Hi, Melissa. I'm super excited to be speaking with you guys today. Oh, good. I'm so glad. So can you tell me a little bit about uh, what you're doing right now? Yeah, for sure. So I am, yeah, for sure. So I'm a health and nutrition coach. I mostly help women, but I am, you know, help people of all genders and non-binary people as well. Um, And yeah, I just help them like get a better handle on their food, their relationship with food, how we relate to dieting, that kind of thing. Um, My content more so nowadays is shifting towards really trying to recognize how diet culture shows up in our lives and then working towards um, fixing our mindset around it so that we can build a positive relationship with food that is weight neutral and yeah, just like separate from all of the <laughs> BS that's out there. So that's where I'm at right now. That's awesome. So I understand that you didn't start out in nutrition. Uh, so how did you get to where you are now? Yeah, for sure. So <laughs> it's definitely been a journey. Um, I went to university right out of high school. I got a Bachelor of Science in Biology And I went right to work. I did some internships out of school where I was working in a lab. And it sounded really cool at the time. I was, like, making uh, plant embryos for plant breeding programs, things like that, Um, working a little bit in a lab that focused on respiratory diseases um, for cattle, things like that. But it just, it wasn't my passion. I was really, really miserable working a nine to five. And I just like realized that uh, doing research was not what I wanted my life to look like. Because I think to be someone who's like deep in the sciences doing research, you have to be really, really passionate about it. And I just was not super passionate about it. And um, I always think back to one specific time where I was thinking about my boss, um, like the the scientist overseeing me. And I thought to myself, I don't want to have that job. So what am I even doing here? Like I didn't even want to advance and have like a more complicated job. I didn't want to have more responsibilities. And I also didn't like the job that I had then. So for me, it kind of just took this, this form of like, how can I create a life where I work for myself? How can I um, help other people? And I had always been super interested in nutrition and also like the science aspect of nutrition. So I kind of was just drawn to that. And I took a certification. Um, I have, you know, a diploma in advanced holistic nutrition now. And it kind of just spiraled from there. I, I wasn't originally, you know, 
doing a whole lot in like the ditching dieting, it was very much about like, these are calories and these are, are carbohydrates. Like it was kind of like that, but it definitely has shifted as I grow and as my business has grown. grown. <laughs> That's very cool. So how long ago did you make the decision to, uh, to start doing nutrition rather than your, your previous work? Um, I think it must have been, yeah, so I graduated from my degree in May of 2019. So um, the year before I graduated, I was doing internships, like paid internships that were associated with um, the work that I was doing. And um, then I just decided to launch right into it. I was like, yep, I, I finished my diploma right when I, like, while well, I was still working, actually, um, because I knew that I didn't want to do that anymore. So I decided to pursue the diploma and then just got right into it, um, you know, worked part-time while I started my business. And, yeah, here we are about, I guess it's almost two years later now. Cool. Um, so now that you're uh, focusing on uh, ditching the diet mentality, um, how has that impacted your life and made a difference to you personally? Oh, that's an interesting question. I think um, for me, like, it's just really awesome to be able to help people on a one-to-one level with, like, their relationship with food. Um, it definitely, like, I've always been interested in helping people, but it's it's been difficult, you know. Like, I'm not someone who is naturally very... Um, like it takes me a little bit longer to kind of like relate to people and understand people. So it, it has been a challenge personally. Um, I'm very, you know, like analytical, like here are the facts. Um, so yeah, it, it's, but it's really been amazing. Like being a business owner is awesome. I love being a business owner. I love um, being able to set my own hours and, you know, just, like, make the terms of, of how I live my life. I guess that's probably the biggest um, thing for me. But, yeah, like, I, I think this this trend towards talking about anti-dieting and, you know, really getting women to be able to trust themselves versus, like, what society is telling us is is just – it's really important to me because it feels very – oppressive to be like in a society where we are being you know held down as women by like you know media telling us that our bodies aren't good enough or 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 selling us products that are are meant to shrink our bodies like it's just kind of like we need we can do better you know if that makes sense (laughs) for sure so can you tell me about because you you own your own company now is that correct Okay, perfect. So can you tell me, like, what a typical day in your life looks like? Like, what does that look like to be an entrepreneur? Oh, man, good question. Um, (laughs) I wish it was more glamorous, honestly. Um, So I have a very strict, like, morning routine that I follow. Um, I'm very, like, you know, I get up and I I eat my breakfast. Like, I always cook a breakfast um, because, I just feel like it's very like luxurious and I want to do that thing for myself, like right off the bat. Um, And then, yeah, I usually just get right into doing some work. Um, For me, it's a lot of desk stuff. 
um, whether it's like website maintenance or podcasting or client calls. Like I do spend quite a lot of my time during the week, like on the phone or via Zoom with clients. Um, that's like the bulk of my work. And then when I'm not doing that, <laughs> I am podcasting. Uh, I also work part time. So that is definitely a factor. But yeah, like, I mean, I'm a one woman show at this point. So everything behind the scenes, all of the admin stuff, all of the bookkeeping, like all of that is on me. So <laughs> I'm pretty much always at my computer or on the phone with clients. That's kind of what it looks like right now very impressive that you're able to handle all of that on your own I think that's that's very cool it it definitely says something about your character and what a hard worker you are thank you I'm feeling a little burnt out right now but I I do have some time off coming up right now (laughs) so I'm very much looking forward to being able to take a bit of a restful season because we all know how important it is to rest and take time for self-care for sure excuse me sorry so um uh are there any like success stories that you'd like to share with our listeners like I know you yeah you're working with clients um has there been a specific instance with somebody where you really felt like um you did your job well and you communicated the message you needed to and and they were able to move forward living a healthy lifestyle do you have any success stories like that that you'd like to share yeah, sure. I mean, I, I like to think that all of my clients have some level of success story. Um, I mean, like of the women that I've worked with, like most of them are, you know, doing really well and they are really thriving. Um, the most important thing for me when I work with clients is because so many women come to me and either they're like very weight loss focused or, you know, they don't really see how food is affecting their lives. So for me, the number one thing is like, are they walking away feeling like now I have a positive relationship with food, um, you know, and like maybe not using food as a coping mechanism like they were before. Like it kind of depends on the client, but they're just, you know, I I remember the other day one of my clients was like, you know, instead of like in the past I would have gotten food and used that to soothe myself after a long day. But instead I bought myself a new house plant and I'm really proud of myself. And I was like, Oh, that's so sweet. And like, that's just like a little example, but I think that it's those small choices and those small intentions to like respect ourselves and respect our bodies that, that make a lot of difference. And I think I think each client walks away hopefully like with that with that mentality shift. So that's that's the number one thing for me is moving towards a more uh positive relationship with with food and and with their bodies. For sure. Thank you for sharing that. Um so since we're on the subject, um could you speak a little bit about um what exactly like dieting culture is like what it looks like versus what a positive relationship with food looks like for people. Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, like I'm by no means like the expert on diet culture or anything. Like I feel like there are (laughs) academics and dietitians and, and amazing people who devote their lives to studying this, but in a nutshell, diet culture is the obsession that we have as a culture with, weight loss, with conforming to specific beauty standards, and with, like, controlling our nutrition to be, 
you know, the healthy ideal. And I guess like it, it often looks like the pursuit of health via nutrition or um, whatever it is like exercise, uh, sleep, like water intake, but, but controlling those facets so far that it's like impacting us negatively, I guess, if that makes sense. Like when we develop a kind of obsession around the pursuit of health, it actually ends up being, less healthy, right? Because we're stressed and we're, you know, like constantly like, oh my God, what if I ate this wrong thing or whatever? And, and yeah, it usually, it usually represents itself as the pursuit of weight loss, but it's also just kind of, yeah, the pursuit of health in a very, very small Western focused box, if that makes sense. For sure. Uh, would you be able to share with me um, some of the things, like the biggest things you've learned as you're moving into this uh, more positive mentality towards food? Can you tell me like some of the, the big things that you had to change in your brain or uh, big moments that you realized, oh, this is an issue that I have for myself? Do you have any, any of those that you'd like to share? Yeah, sure. I mean, for me, like I, I felt like I was kind of removed from diet culture at first because I was like, oh, I've never like, you know, taken things too far, like all of these things. Um, but yeah, I, I really was realizing that the absence, I guess, of a bad relationship with food did not make a positive relationship, <laughs> if that makes sense. And then so, yeah, a lot of what I work with with my clients too, and a lot of what I had to do at the beginning was to make food a neutral thing. Like it's not a good thing. It's not a bad thing. Like I really had to make it a neutral thing and before I could make it a positive thing. Um, because for me, like for so long, it, it, it was kind of a negative thing. And it was something that I was really like grabbing onto to feel in control of my life. And yeah, I don't know. Sorry, I've kind of like gone off the rails here, but like, <laughs> um, yeah, it, it's it's really important that we just begin to start recognizing like how these negative thoughts around our bodies and our food are actually like leading to detrimental parts of our lives. Like I, I think a lot of the time when I work with clients or when I work with myself, um, we we don't realize like how negative self-talk and how negative food talk like affects our relationships with others. And actually it's kind of interesting. I don't know like what kind of audience listens to your show, but there was a, a woman on my podcast this morning who said that her major light bulb moment for this was actually when her daughter started asking her about, um, you know, like she was like, oh, mom, why don't you eat like the rest of us? Like, why don't you eat cake or, or anything exciting? So I think for a lot of us, that's that's really where the pain point kind of comes in is when it starts to affect our relationships with other people or, yeah, like when when we're not fueling our bodies properly, it can also lead to health issues or it can lead to exhaustion or whatever it is. So I think for, for different people, there are different triggers that that make us very aware of these things. But, you know, just starting to recognize like how how that negative self-talk and how that negative food talk is affecting your brain is kind of the first step that you can take towards um 
ditching dieting. And sorry, my cat is like crying in the background. I'm sorry if you can hear him. <laughs> oh, you're all good. So you've mentioned that uh, like just being able to recognize your current relationship with food is the first step. Um, what else would you like recommend for somebody who's trying to uh, to change their relationship with food? Yeah, for sure. So um, especially for younger people, I think, who maybe are just starting to foray into this, although I guess older people as well, um, social media plays a huge role in the way that we see bodies and the way that we see um, dieting, foods, like all of these kinds of things. So if you're starting to question these things, I think it's a very good idea to kind of audit the people that you're following online. Like, are you following people who have diverse body types who have diverse um, skin colors, like all of these things. Um, And really like, you know, what messages are these accounts that you're following online promoting? Is it promoting diet products even? Like sometimes we're following people and maybe we just like them as a person or we like their content, but they're like all about the, you know, skinny shakes and the skinny teas. Like, um, you know, I think we really need to watch what type of content we're consuming and is it problematic and is it leading to like a subconscious, you know, negative uh, association with food or with our body. That's awesome. Thank you for sharing that. So can you tell me what's, what's coming next for you? What do you see yourself doing in the next uh, few years as you move forward with your company? Oh, man, that's the big question, right? Um, You know, I uh, definitely have big dreams for owning a larger company, like maybe not, you know, thousands of employees, but I would like to have a small but mighty team. Um, I've always really been drawn to leadership roles where, you know, I'm kind of like directing a lot of moving pieces. So that's definitely a focus for me. Um, growth of my podcast. I have a lot of, you know, I've had a lot of growth in the podcast in the past year, but I really would love to see the podcast be the go-to health and nutrition podcast, especially for women. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Like, that's kind of where I'm at. I, you know, have, have a lot of business goals and a lot of goals for my podcast. And yeah, like personally speaking, my goals are kind of just, uh, you know, to to be happy and to have time to do the things that I want to do. I think those are some great goals. <laughs> so if you could uh, sum up your message, your your stance in like one or two sentences, how would you how would you sum it up? Oh my goodness. Okay. <laughs> um, let me think for a second. Yeah, no problem. I I always like to say that I am the person to go to for health and nutrition without the guilt and without the shame. And, you know, like you can eat delicious and healthy foods and it can be a positive thing. And, you know, it doesn't have to, yeah, I don't know. That's good. That's it, I think. (laughs) Yeah. No, I think that's awesome. Thank you for doing that. 
All right. So I think we're about uh, finished for today. So thank you so much for joining me, Devin. Uh, it's been an absolute pleasure to hear about uh, your uh, your journey with positive uh, relationships with food and with nutrition. Um, it's been awesome to hear about your business and your, your journey with entrepreneurship. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, thanks so much for having me, Melissa. I had fun. I'm so glad. And to our listeners, uh, thank you for joining us today. And remember to check out more Divas That Care interviews from myself and our other lovely hosts on divasatcare.com, iTunes, and Spotify. Have a wonderful day. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on divasthatcare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.